So normally at the end of the year, I like to reflect on life and death. In the American media, they always run articles on famous people that died in the last year. Right? And when you add them all together, it's like the top 100 famous people who died. It's, or you go, oh yeah, that's right. You know? And you reflect on all those people, and they were famous, they had money, they had all the things that people aspire for in life. And then we see what they did, you know. Just like I like to mention that Chekhov story where he's, the man in the story is interested in this young girl from Petersburg who's a singer and uh, meets her at a party and she slips him a note saying, meet me in the graveyard at midnight. And, you know, he's like 10, 30, 11 at his house. He's saying, I'm not such a fool to be manipulated by the whims of some young girl. I'm a wise, experienced, educated scientist. I've been trained at the, the best universities in the world. I'm a hardcore scientist. I don't allow myself to be ruled by emotions or superficial things. Uh, that's why I don't believe in God. Uh, I only believe what the eyes can see. But as the man says in the old joke, when the guy comes into the room, he goes, are you going to believe me or your own eyes? And that's what faith is all about. Anyway, you know, Dibya uh, Drishti, Arjun, you can't see these, what I'm talking about. You can't see it with your present eyes. Therefore, Dibya Drishti, I'm giving you divine vision. Darshan, Dibya Chakshu. So anyway, that man, then when it's getting closer to around 11.30, he's thinking, what if she actually goes? See, that's where you'll always get the scientist, the hardcore rationalist who, you know, every decision is rationally based, etc. Uh, the genital reigns supreme at last. And all of his science goes out the window. And all of his rationality. And suddenly he's, I love you. I've always only loved you forever and ever. Amen. Right. So what if she goes? So he gets his, whatever you call the guy who rides the, he gets his troika. Let's make it a real, I mean, it's a Chekhov story, right? So he goes, you know, fire up the troika. You know, it's like a few horses, you know. So <laughs> they get the troika, go out to the uh, uh, graveyard. And lo and behold, midnight comes and she doesn't come. That's a Chekhov story. Nothing happens. What kind of a story is that? Does the guy know how to write? What kind of a story is this? Nothing happened. Guy's supposed to be a good writer, a great writer, the great Chekhov. This is a nonsense story. Guy meets a girl at a party. I mean, if it's Hollywood, you know what they're going to do in the graveyard, right? If it's a Hollywood story, 
then everybody will watch it, right? They're getting down in the graveyard, you know, six feet deep, yeah, right? That'll fill the theater, but that's not a Chekhov story. And the Chekhov story, the girl doesn't show up. And he's left to walk the graveyard alone. The boast of heraldry, the pomp of power, all that beauty, all that wealth there gave, awaits alike the inevitable hour, at midnight or otherwise. The paths of glory lead but to the grave. He starts looking around the graveyard. He's seeing, you know, all these Russian girls' names, Ekaterina this, Ludmila that, Olga that, you know, uh, Svetlana. And is there anyone I haven't offended? What was your name? Elena. Elena. <laughs> you know, and Ira and Sasha and Kasha and Masha and Dasha. They're all there in the graveyard. They were cute, they were pretty, they were sexy, they were seductive, they were temptresses like every woman aspires to be. And he sees their names. This one, born at this time, died at that time. Born at this time, died at that time. And he's thinking, they were once beautiful women, as beautiful, equal or greater beauty than this girl. Because how do we know when the poets write some poem about how beautiful some girl is? I can just see some modern guy going, dude, she's not that hot. That's not, it's subjective. Dude, beauty is subjective, right? All good things are subjective. The objective world will vanish. Not just you and me, everything in it will vanish and reappear again. So he... What is Chekhov doing? Memento mori, death reminders. We need death reminders. Like they give you little reminders on your iPhone uh, about your account. We need death reminders to remind. So at the end of the year, the end, fine, the finish, get it? It's the end of the year, the end of time, a particular time. That's a time for memento mori. And you're thinking, Jesus, we just want to go out and have fun. Man, what kind of a talk is this? This isn't a pep talk for fun, is it? Actually, it is. Uh, so just at the end of the year, I think of all the people that died. But that's not the only thing I think of. I think of all the good things that happened in the last year. And we know we have so many qualified servitors here in Chiang Mai. Many wonderful things have happened in the last year. The Full Dome Studios, Theistic Media Studios, Ajita Krishna, Ananga Mohini, everybody else. <coughs> Think of the samurai. We've got samurais fighting on our behalf. Right? We like to think of ourselves as ontological samurai, like slashing the pieces, misconception, in an artful way. Most of the time. <clears throat> Sometimes, you know, when you're fighting people, you just have to, like, get down and get bloody and brutal. But otherwise, it's nice to do it in an artful way. So the samurai and Haridasi and Vishwa, the, the, you know, the eternal Vijay Raman in Petersburg and Preetu and Makanchor and everybody helping them, Ram Roy in Moscow and his crew, all the people who helped me. But 
when you look, what's the connecting thread here? Bhakti Lalita traveling all over, Alaknan, Devi, and Kiev, and you know, what, what's the connecting thread? What are you going to say? Well, all these people use Macs. <laughs> They're all using Mac. Oh, you know, they have iPhones. No, they don't all have iPhones. They don't all use Mac. Woe is me. That's not the connecting thread. The connecting thread is known as Srila Bhakti Bhimal Avadut Maharaj. That's why I know you and you know me. Otherwise, do you really think we would know each other? <laughs> so, there's this one person who's like some kind of a save a dynamo, a spiritual magnet who brings everyone together out of service necessity, do the needful. And because he who, uh, you know, lives by the needful, well, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> Die to live, dies by the needful. In other words, they know he's for real, that he's 24-7, so they're inclined to give 24-7 because the leader does. That's why, if you notice, Gurudev, he didn't make me the Acharya of Russia, uh, uh, or anything else. I'm not even the acharya of ice cream. Right? There's a famous poem, The Emperor of Ice Cream, for the literary group in the audience. But uh, he'll say, I, and some go, yeah, you weren't even mentioned in the will. This is, always brings a smile to my face. Uh, yeah, because Gurudev always honored and observed that by the divine grace of Srila my eternal guru and master, Srila Guru Maharaj, Om Vishnupad, Srila Bhakti Rakak Sridhar Dev Goswami, he directly empowered me to initiate disciples. And uh, Srila Bhakti Sundar Govinda Dev Goswami Maharaj considered he and myself to be co-disciples of Srila Guru Maharaj. So, there's no necessity for him to confer upon me the power to initiate disciples when in his own words, he's already directly empowered by Srila Guru Maharaj. But if he will act as my Ritvik when that was born, he goes, I'll be very happy. But he's already directly empowered by Guru Maharaj to initiate. But anyway, when it comes to a chargership in succession, the Guru will select amongst his qualified disciples and he saw no more qualified disciple than Srila Bhakti Bhimal Abhidut Maharaj to be the Acharya of not only Russia, but all Russian-speaking uh, countries. And we see the wisdom in that choice. The Russian mission, after Gurudev, has expanded by his divine grace. Abhidut Maharaj will give all the credit to Srila Bhakti Sundar Govinda Dev Goswami Maharaj, and rightfully so. He's got the power. It was in his order. He sent him from New York to Russia, to give Guru Maharaj, and understand that too. He didn't say, and preach about me, or give something else, or give some generic version of Krishna consciousness. It was, take Guru Maharaj's conception to Russia. 
Srila Bhakti Rakak Sridhar Dev Goswami. That means search for Sri Krishna, reality the beautiful. Sri Guru in His grace, golden volcano of divine love, loving search for the lost servant, subjective evolution of consciousness. The book spoken directly by Guru Maharaj. That's Guru Maharaj's conception. That's what he wanted to go to Russia. And Avadut Maharaj arranged that. And in pursuance of that order, you see how everything is springing out. And when I offered myself and service to the lotus feet of Srila Gurudev and said, do you want me to make more books? He said, no, I have so many books. He said, but I have disciples all over the world, so many of them. And he said, particularly in Russia, and I have this super qualified boy at the time, Jagannath Balava Prabhu, and if you'll assist him in the preaching there, I'll be very happy. And think, I'd been to Russia before and the East Bloc country, and I was like, oh my God. Am I, uh, like Pushkin, am I being exiled to Moldova? You know, Kishinev? I'm like, forever, I'm going to be a statue in a square in Kishinev? He said, no, you stay, you're staying with me. He said, actually, whatever I have is yours. You can sleep in my bed if you want. But I want you to go there from time to time and preach and then come back and stay with me. So that's what I did, and happily. And it's just clear as the light of day, Srila Gurudev's desire, divine will, and backing, and divine empowerment to make Srila Bhakti Bhimal Avadut Maharaj the charge of the Russian mission. And one of his qualifications is humility and always appreciating the good qualities of other devotees and always promoting others and not promoting himself. That's the opposite of pratishta. Radharani wants to promote the other servitors. So does her delegation. So it reminds me of Guru Maharaj's pastimes with Goswami Maharaj, the Prakrita Bhakti Saranga Goswami Maharaj. Every year they'd have this Vishwa Vaishnav Raja Sabha meeting. Every year Guru Maharaj would be elected the president. And then Guru Maharaj would defer the presidency to Goswami Maharaj. So it's, I mean, comparisons are odious, but it's something like that, that <coughs> Avadut Maharaj will recognize me as uh, Shiksha Guru and superior, because I'm a disciple of Srila Guru Maharaj. God brother is Guru, that means Guru Varga. So he understands the substance of Krishna consciousness. He will uh, defer to me respectfully. And, and that's, and I'll accept that on behalf of Guru Maharaj. And defer back to him the, the actual presidency, the shaking, moving, doing, doing the needful, the kirtan fight against Maya, the Mayak misconception, the full dome content generation. And now my longtime partner, the unsung hero of the Guardian of Devotion Press, Bhaktivedan Mahayogi, has once again joined me here in the jungles of Thailand where at any moment an elephant could come running through here and would delicately sidestep Ramakanta Prabhu and Enduleka and just sit nicely and listen to the talk and eat bananas. Here in Chiang Mai, Doi Chang, Chang means elephant. So in the land of the elephants in the jungle, we uh, reunited and we're working on uh, my own memoir and a new book of Srila Guru Maharaj, two new books of Srila Guru Maharaj, 
another Guardian of Devotion Press publication, and also an ontological biography of Srila Guru Maharaj. And he will assist Srila Abhidut Maharaj in various projects. And I've also uh, resigned my post as uh, on a member of the Acharya Board and the Primary Trust uh, uh, to uh, redirect my focus exclusively to book publishing. Uh, Avadut Maharaj and Paramananda, you're talking about a troika, but in the good sense. The troika is Avadut Maharaj, Paramananda Prabhu, and me. But I'll be doing the book work and they'll do all the management stuff. And I'm going to limit my preaching to Chiang Mai, Shenzhen, China, uh, go to the annual Vaishnava festival in Russia, and visit Hungary. That's it. Uh, and, and otherwise live here and work with Mahayogi on more uh, books. It's time, I've done 15 years uh, service to the Russian mission, happily, uh, under the guidance of Srila Avadut Maharaj. He's competent as ever to do that uh, without my personal presence, as he's done all along. Uh, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I appreciate everywhere. They took me to Tomsk, to Sochi. I didn't get to see Abhazia, but, you know, Moscow, uh, <clears throat> Petersburg, Novgorod, Nizhny Novgorod, and any other Novgorod that might be in the making. Are they making new Novgorods as we speak? I would think so. So, <clears throat> Nova Nova Nizhny Nizhny Novgorod, <laughs> Nityanavana Vaya Novgorod. So, and all the other places, you know, Kiev, Odessa, Kishinev, Moldova, uh, Donetsk, Zaporozhye, Kharkov, uh, you know, all the other. Where, where's the place where Pritu and they're all from? Yaroslav? I mean, not Yaroslavl. Anyway, all the different, I don't mean, the, I lo, everyone knows I love Russia. I have some bizarre love-hate relationship with Russia. Russian literature, Russian language, the Russian country. How beautiful it is now in the winter time. I mean, we're here in Thailand, but if you were going to celebrate New Year's Eve, wouldn't you rather be in a place that's like 20 below, white snow everywhere, icicles on the trees, and, you know, breathing icicles out of your nostrils, drinking ice-cold vodka. Oh, back up, you know, cut that part. Gurudev jokes when those guys, Mr. Chaudhary and uh, the other guy over there, they used to call him Jagai and Madhai. Gurudev said, if you uh, die and you go to Yamaraj, and he asked Chitragupta, the record keeper, they go, oh, you went to Russia and you didn't drink vodka? He said, then you're sent to hell. So some of them say, don't put that in the video. <laughs> anyway, Russians will be Russians. Everybody should be Russian for a day. I've always said that. But not longer. <laughs> anyway, at this time, I reflect upon all the service of the various servitors and especially those who assist Srila Avadut Maharaj understand he's the creative visionary. He has the vision for preaching in the future. It's obvious. It should be obvious to everyone. He is the leading preacher of Krishna consciousness on the earth planet. 
I'll say it again. Srila Bhakti Bhimal Avadut Maharaj is the leading preacher of Krishna consciousness on the earth planet. So if you can assist him in any way, you'll get the grace of Srila Govinda Maharaj, of Srila Guru Maharaj, of Srila Swami Maharaj Prabhupada, of Srila Saraswati Thakur, of Bhakti Vinod Thakur, etc. Our Guru Varga. So I can't think of any happier thing to say than that uh, at the end of the year and just that in the coming year we should uh, our only ideas like how to dedicate ourselves more, how to assist more, how to offer ourselves more uh, in and, and uh, assisting Srila Avadut Maharaj and his ever-expanding, ever-increased uh, uh, focus clarity targeting preaching uh, in the coming year and years. So my dandavats to you all. Jai Om Vishnu Pad Srila Bhakti Sundar Govinda Dev Goswami Raj Ki Jai Jai Om Vishnu Pad Srila Bhakti Rakak Sridhar Dev Goswami Raj Ki Jai Bhagavan Srila Saraswati Thakur Ki Jai Rupa Nuga Guru Varga Ki Jai Bhakti Vinod Thakur Ki Jai Gorkishwaras Babaji Maharaj Ki Jai Jagannathas Babaji Here we're in Gupta Govardhan Giriraj is going to come here on January 2nd and tour his new uh, home his new dome his new domain. We have a little party festival for him here. And we love the Gupta Govardhan because part of it is the Aparad Banjanir Pot where all the offenders are forgiven their offenses. Uh, and now um, yeah, we look forward to, and, and those who are, you know, irresistibly drawn in wanting to offer themselves in service. Uh, can contact the appropriate authorities. Hare Krishna, my dandavats to one and all.